One of the greatest things about being an entrepreneur is we are always ready to move forward, to progress, to take the next step, to take our business to the next level. However, there's a downside to that quality. The downside is there's so much content, there's so much fluff out there that it can be hard to differentiate what is gonna serve us in our business and what is only gonna make us feel good. The point of this podcast is to help you differentiate between those two things and I hope to serve you and help you as much as I can as I am on my own journey with my business going to seven figures. Stay tuned for Bridge the Gap Podcast. What's up, guys? Zach here, Bridge the Gap Podcast. Um, yeah, I'm definitely digging the three days a week instead of every day. I think um, what that allows me to do is actually focus, continue to focus on my education. Uh, it gives me a little bit more free time um, <clears throat> to listen to podcasting or or a video course, you know, things like that. In fact, one of those things I want to talk about is a video course I've been listening to, watching, whatever. Um, There's just so much. I I recently actually put out all my courses on a spreadsheet because I'm giving it to uh, my business partners. And uh, (laughs) so that way we can all learn, you know, from the same content. Oh my gosh, like putting it on a spreadsheet, I'm like, geez, I have basically 20 20 info products. (laughs) Um, That's insane. I I don't know. I just, I don't even remember accumulating all of those. And, and you know what? I found some hidden gems that I totally forgot about, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, how have I just wasted? I, I don't, I don't say I wasted, but there, you know, I didn't prioritize my info education, you know, like I was prioritizing podcasting and reading because reading was my weakness, right? And now I read every day, great. But I forgot about the video video courses. So um, yeah, I hopped back into that. <laughs> so the one I'm, I'm watching right now, it's all about cash flow. It's called Cash Flow Tactics. Highly recommend it, guys. Uh, go get it. I think it's 500 bucks um, for their first rung on their value ladder, you know? Um, that's what I got and so far so good. I'm, you know, they have a lot of content in there. I'm not even halfway done. Uh, and I've gotten so much value out of it. It's a way to really keep on track and to be financially free in 10 years. Um, they put a big 10 year timestamp on it. I'll, I'll tell you what guys, and, and don't, I don't want this to discourage you necessarily, but if, if you're early enough in the game, okay in this game of marketing or business, there are two things that I would do instead of digital marketing. There are two things I would do. One would be real estate and the other would be high ticket closing. I would have, if, if I knew what I knew now, before I started digital marketing, I would have figured out a way to get into high ticket sales. A lot of money to be had there. A lot, a lot of money, or and or uh, real estate. Um, just the the amount I'm learning. Look, I thought I understood kind of about real estate, and you know, there's a realtor, 
and I, I knew a little bit about flipping houses and like that was a actually rather I rather enjoy those shows of like house flippers and stuff. Um, I specifically I love this show where um, they do oh I forgot what it's called it's it's where they bid on a house and they don't even know they they're not allowed inside. Like they just they can walk around the house, look in the windows, and based on what they see, they have to place a bid, and it's literally an auction for the for the property, and then uh, or in the house, you know, and then whoever wins the auction, they get to go inside, and that's when they renovate and and you know redecorate and make it sellable, and then they sell it for profit, right? Um, typically, those guys are getting about thirty percent return. Okay, on a on a house flip. Okay, that's after the, all the repairs, expenses, and stuff are done. Um, typically, all right. Now, I love those shows. They're very entertaining. I just love it. I love the problems. Like, oh my gosh, there's water damage, and like you know, like oh, we needed a, a new roof that puts us behind. You know, like I just I don't know. I love that stuff. But anyway, that's not the kind of real estate I'm talking about. Um, in fact, that's like one of the more difficult things to do in, in real estate. I would say wholesaling, um, probably the simplest wholesaling. But what these cash flow tactics guys go talk about is all about like property management, right? Collecting a renter's check, um, and they have they have some very key tactics involved with that, of course, right? But but their idea is you spend two to three years saving up for a down payment on a property. Two to three years of their 10-year plan is saving up for their first property, and they make sure it's a it meets certain qualifications for them to, um, you know, use it as a renter, uh, a renter's place, right? So then they get people inside the house who pay them a monthly check, um, and then they talk about that and the strategy behind the rent amount and all that stuff. Like it's it's pretty crazy and detailed. Um, and then they use the leverage from that first house to get a second house and then the, the two houses to get a third house. And before they know it on year eight or nine, you know, they have 10 to 30 properties, you know, and, uh, that kind of cash flow sets you free and you can focus on other things that provide value to the markets. These guys are all about, you know, delivering content to the marketplace and value to the marketplace. And so, I don't know, it's pretty interesting. I'm definitely starting that. Um, I'm starting their, their, all their strategies. Um, I'm not gonna like buy a house tomorrow. <laughs> My goodness, <laughs> like, I have to like get out of debt first or something, I don't know. Uh, but, but it's not, uh, you know, if I've got two to three years before I get that first property, I'm gonna really focus and, and hone in on lowering my expenses. Um, sweet, Packers just won against the Panthers. I just got a notification. All right, anyway, <laughs> so um, I'm gonna focus on bringing down my expenses and this is what I wanna talk about. Out of all this content that I'm hearing from these guys, there's a, there's a pretty common thread that happens throughout all their videos so far. I think I'm on module four and I think there's like 13 modules, okay? Uh, each module has like 10 to 15 lessons, it's crazy. So I've been watching a lot of these and um, one common thread is happening and this is what I really wanna share with you guys. Um, most people in America or maybe even in the world, I don't know, definitely America, <laughs> uh, most people, when you get a raise at work, what do you do? 
you spend more, right? Like, I mean, look, this is, this is what I'm going to say is like really common sense, like, uh, but it's, I don't know. It's like you, you make more money, you tend to spend more money, right? I mean, that's just kind of the way it tends to work. It's, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, it, it's almost like money controls you because the more money you make, it's like you have to spend it. But that's not what's actually happening. Let me tell you psychologically what's actually happening. When you make money, you have to control it. You have to control it in a way that does not hurt you. Okay, you have to control it in a way that doesn't make you feel guilty. Control it in a way that doesn't make you feel um, like you wasted money. That's what you have to do. So, <laughs> get this. This is nuts, right? So they, they use this method they call the vault. And essentially what they do is they, they save 50% of their paychecks, okay? Half of it, 50%. That's what they recommend and they say if you don't have that, Start at 10%, okay? Now, here's the concept, though. Your vault is not like an investment. It's not a mutual fund. It's also not a bank savings account because you don't get any real benefit from that at all. But whatever it is, and, and they haven't told me what it is yet, okay? Um, but whatever it is, they do say that it needs to be liquid. You need to be able to fully access your vault, and, and here's what you have to do. So you control, you put 50% of your paycheck into this vault. And then what you do is you say, okay, it's there. You're not saving it. You're putting it aside. Okay, you're controlling it. Now, if it so happens that something occurs and you need it, you need to dig into that, do it. That's why it's liquid. That's why it's there. It's your money. Control it and do it guilt-free. Okay, that, that is exactly why it's there, okay? Things will happen on occasion that are a little outside of your control, okay? Now, here's the catch. <laughs> do not, when you make more money, do not use it to spend on things that you may not necessarily need. Okay, now now hear me out on this. Hear me out on this because this is something that I just went through and I want to tell you the story. Uh, so I have two main computers. I have a few others just from <laughs> whatever. Like, like my wife has a laptop um, and then I have my Surface uh, laptop, I guess it is. And then I have a, an Alienware laptop, which is for gaming. But my Alienware is eight years old. <laughs> okay, it is old. It is an old machine. I have just kept it so good and well in, in good condition. I have an IT background, so I know how to do that stuff, you know, um, that it is still living. And it's, it's not even bad. The thing works. You know, the only thing that sucks on it is like the audio. The speakers kind of blew out a little bit. But you put in some headphones and it, it works great. Okay. Um, so I have, I have this computer and I just got notified that Windows 7, because it's still running Windows 7, Windows 7 is no longer going to be supported uh, in, what was it, January of 2020. I'm like, what? Come on. No, because the computer still works. It still works. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, we can't go with Windows 7 
because it'll it'll be a security risk, right? Like I, I'm, I, you know, I like to try to be careful with that stuff. Um, and uh, I'm like, you know, we have to have support on this thing. We can't go without. So I talked to my wife about it, and I'm like, okay, here are our options. I could either buy another cheap laptop, like my wife's laptop, okay, and that would be sufficient for. Um, you know, we actually use that for the kids. Like if they want to play a game on a laptop, they go on the Alienware, you know, use the, use the internet, go to PBS kids or whatever. And they play a game. They could do that on a crappy laptop. Okay. So I'm like, okay, we could spend three to 500 bucks on a, on a crappy laptop or, <laughs> or I could buy myself a souped up amazing freaking desktop. Because I do have a common, you know, and as soon as this computer problem happened, I started realizing, hey, I have a, a problem with my computer. My Surface, as awesome as it is, and I do love it, by the way, as awesome as it is, it does not render video very fast. And when I am rendering any video, whether it's a Zoom video recording or like a Camtasia project, doesn't matter. If I'm rendering any videos, my computer is almost useless. Everything is pretty slow. So it really sucks when I have to render and I try to do that like while I'm sleeping. Like I'll set it to go and it takes forever too. So it's like, it's a long, slow process. So I think of this problem and I'm like, I could get a desktop for, for two grand, for $2,000, like a souped up amazing desktop. And I can just put that there and then the kids can use the Surface you know, like on a, on a screen, we'll hook it up to a monitor or whatever. That way they don't touch. I don't want them to touch the screen, <laughs> right? They got kids hands. Ew. Okay. So, um, you know, they can use that and I'll use the new souped up thing, which will make me more efficient for work. So my mind started justifying the purchase with the fact that it would make me more efficient and it would, I'm not lying. It's, it's true. But then I started watching cash flow tactics again and they kept saying like, look, do not increase your expenses. Do not increase your expenses as you make more money. Those of you that don't know, we just made a, a quite a large sum of money and uh, we're gonna make another large sum of money at the end of the week here. Um, so I have money. <laughs> I, I definitely have enough to where I can justify a $2,000 purchase. However, however, is that wise? I, I wouldn't say it's foolish, but it is increasing my expenses and, you know, really unnecessarily. I have been running my business for a year and a half off the Surface Pro, right? Like, I think I'll be okay if I continue to do so, right? It's not, it's not hurting me that much. And so we found a third solution, and that is to upgrade Mr. Alienware. It, we're going to get more life out of this guy. We're going to upgrade him to Windows 10 for, you know, whatever it is, 200 bucks. 200 bucks for Windows 10 Pro. <laughs> and this eight-year-old computer is going to continue to be the computer because it is a beast. And it continues to run like a beast. Um, <laughs> so my point here, guys, as you have success in business... Don't let that, exp that, that success oblige you from logic, right? From, from the end goal. Always remember the end 
goal, the goal of freedom, financial freedom, sacrifice these added expenses that are ultimately not needed, right? And I'm not saying you're about to go buy a $2,000 computer. That's not what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what it is, right? (laughs) Just sacrifice it. Just be happy with what you got. Be grateful. That's part of why gratitude is so powerful. It helps you maintain control of your money, right? So now I have this large sum of money and guess what I'm going to do? Half of it in the vault, right? Half of it in the vault. I don't know what it's going to be used for. I'm hoping it'll be used for a down payment on a house one day, right? So I can start my renter's paychecks. I don't know. We'll see what happens with it, but I'm just going to keep putting stuff into the vault unless I absolutely need it. But if I do need it, I'm not going to feel guilty about it. And, and this is, this is just, isn't that amazing? Isn't Oh my gosh. And I learned all this stuff from, from a video course. It, like it, it's just, it's outstanding. It's absolutely amazing. Unbelievable. Um, I'm really happy with it. I actually got their course for free because I'm a sneaky guy like that. Um, <laughs> no, actually I, I, they gave me some free course, which is like a knockoff version of the $500 sucker. And it wasn't working. And I kept bugging them like, hey, can you fix this? Hey, can you fix this? Eventually, they're like, here, just get the regular course for free. It was awesome. Um, anyway, <laughs> so so guys, what are you doing with your money? Are you controlling it or is it controlling you? I'll give you another really good example. I, I, I just pulled into my driveway here and I'm sitting next to my van. Okay, so we have a minivan. It has not worked since January. It's just been sitting here. It's out of, out of order. I haven't even had time to really diagnose it, but I know for a fact it has something to do with coolant. Uh, so what I'm going to do is, the first thing I'm going to do is um, completely change the coolant, and I'm also going to change the oil for the heck of it and change the battery. We do know the battery is dead. I'm going to do those three things to diagnose this van, but not yet. See, when this thing died in January... Okay, when it, when it had a problem, okay, it had to get towed and everything, um, we kind of had an idea what it could be, and we kind of had an idea of the cost involved, okay? And uh, you know what we did? We said, forget the stinking van. That's what we did. We're like, you know what? We're not going to use the van. We're tired of money controlling us. We are in control here and we are choosing to not have the van. So you know what we did? We instead, we called the insurance company and took the van off our insurance. What did that do? Freed up more cash. So what's the negative side effect to not having this van running for us? We can't go anywhere as a, as a complete family. And, and we have a couple of times and we've literally done two trips in my car. Okay, like, like we had to get um, like bug exterminator come in. Uh, for around the house and stuff like during that time what do we do well I took everyone to a park with the dog and I left the oldest ones here at home and then I came back and got the oldest ones took them to the park and that's where we chilled so it's two trips okay so like that's that was our choice because we were tired of being controlled by the situations instead we wanted to take control of the situation and we don't look back. You know, we've like we've had to do that two trip thing like maybe three times since January. Most of the time we don't have to go everywhere together as a family when we're quote unquote eating out. Uh it's usually just like it's usually just at home, like we'll get food and bring it home. 
Uh, sometimes we'll go to CeCe's, and if we do that, CeCe's Pizza. And if we do that, like, there's two kids that don't even like CeCe's, so, like, okay, you guys stay home. We'll take the little ones. See, so, like, it, it works. It ends up working out. Like, that's the thing. You you got to take control. When a situation comes, like, right now, the biggest situation we have at our house is uh, bees. Like, we have all these bees. And when we had that bug person out the last time, um, which we had never used them before, we're like, hey, you need to take care of these bees. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. When we kill the bugs, the bees will go away because there's no food. We're like, okay. And sure enough, we saw a bunch of dead bugs, right? But guess what? The bees didn't go away. In fact, right now, they're worse than ever because it was freezing cold in Oklahoma. And then today it was like 60 degrees outside. Like right now it's 66 degrees outside. So what did they do? They came out from wherever they were hiding and they're trying to build nests around the house. And there's like a million of them. So now I have that as a problem, right? So it's like, okay, how do we keep control of this situation, right? So we started looking up, what do you, what does it take to kill a bee, right? Like you should probably have a bee suit before you start doing this stuff. You probably have to have like a steamer thing. Okay. We're talking 60 bucks. Okay. And then you need something to kill the bees. Okay. Which, you know, instead of removing the hive, cause these are wasps, it's, it's not like a beehive kind of thing. It's like a whole bunch of mud huts because these are mud daubers. Um, so, you know, we actually have the, the, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I call it dearth. <laughs> it's like diet, diatremetious earth. I don't know. Anyway, we have a, a bunch of that. All I have to do is get a little sprayer. I'm going to go, I think I know where they are and I'm just going to spray them right? Put on a bug bug suit. I'll go over there and I'll steam stuff. And then I'm going to spray him with the killer powder stuff. That's it, right? So, so my point here is taking control. That's going to cost me like less than a hundred dollars, right? And is it going to take me a little bit of time? Yeah, but like tiny bit of time, right? That's okay. Fixing a car, that's a lot more time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a little bit of time. It's okay. But, but that's my point. I'm taking control of the situation. And, and sometimes it, it can be really challenging. And I, and I totally understand that. But, but start with your finances. Control that. Save, save. Set aside a little bit more than you're comfortable with. If you would be comfortable setting aside 10% of your income, set aside 20%. I dare you. What's, why not? Look, if you set aside 20%, and you end up needing some of that for bills, fine, use it. That's the point, right? Like you're in control. You can just take it out of the vault and use it if need be. It is not, you're not putting it aside and never being able to touch it again. You can touch it. In fact, you can use it guilt-free, okay? But it's the concept of controlling your money, you deciding to control it. What ends up happening for me, when I set money aside, I, I tend to forget about it. <laughs> right? So then I'm, I'm back to what I have and I make it work. Okay. And, it, and it's been hard. It's v- like, guys, I've not always been in this amazing position that I'm in now. And I feel so blessed. I'm so grateful. It's not always been like that. Okay. Like Russell Brunson the other day, he went on this vent about some person complaining about not getting results in like a year. And he went on this long vent about some of the crap he had to put up with. You know, he spent like five grand to do some speech to speak on stage and sell a thing. And he sold zero dollars. And when he had to call back to his wife, right, and be like, hey. And she was like, oh, great. How'd it go? And he's like, yeah, we didn't sell anything. And how much was it? It cost us about $5,000 to get out here. 
You didn't sell anything. No. That's a conversation that is not fun to have. Right? How many of you have had that? I, I know I have. That is not a fun conversation to have. My point here is this. Whatever situation you're in, you need to start taking control now. Okay, this, this is the time to take complete control of your life, of your finances, of your business, of your skill set, everything, okay? Um, anyway, guys, that's what I got out of one concept from a sneaking info product that is amazing. I love it, and, and I love the guys that do it. I, I, I met one of them in person, um, and I really look forward to meeting them, like going to their mastermind and stuff. I, I definitely want to. Um, but anyway, guys, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, I'm actually recording this on Sunday, so it might be a bonus episode on Monday. I don't know. I I don't know if I'll do one tomorrow, (laughs) but I was driving and I'm like, eh, I might as well just do a podcast. So (laughs) thanks guys. I look forward to, uh, to seeing you around.